I need a frame of this shit, bro. Facts. I want to look at this shit for like hours one day. Alright. Imagine if they could have stayed together this long, bro. Until yeah. the dude in the middle had to fuck it up. This dumbass. Alright, camera's wrong. You can keep that. You can take yeah, that. Yeah, you can definitely keep that, bro. You can take that to oh the God, bro. Fuck it anymore. Alright guys, you already know who the fuck it is, man. It's your boy Tincho Sports, aka Rap Game Fito Celaya, and I'm with your boy Lex, aka Good Crazy Lexo, baby. AKA Good Crazy in the house. You already know who the fuck it is, man. Barcelona boys, Barca boys, we're back at a brand new video. Summertime means lots of transfers going on everywhere. Barcelona needs transfers coming ASAP. And Laporta's doing magic because we're broke. We're getting good deals too. We are, but we're broke. Yeah, we're broke. <laughs> we're broke, but we're getting great deals. We have three players confirmed right now. We're in the verge of signing two extras with many more to come, especially now that Coleman has confirmed that he's going to stay for an, at least another season or two. So we're gonna get those transfers that he wants to get. So we got five transfers that we're gonna talk about today. Two, three of them that have already been secured. Two of them, one of them that is about to come, and one that is getting slowly further and further away. It's a rumor, but it's a rumor. Yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna get into it. We're gonna get into but it. But we're gonna get into it. We're gonna give you guys like what we think about the transfers, yay or nay, and how they can contribute to the team. But before we get into that, Lex, how you doing today, bro? I'm doing pretty good, bro. Yeah, I like the shirt, bro. Yeah, hey, show, you, show bro. the show the world what you got on, bro. Got show this. the fit. I, show the fit. I bro. had to kiss the back. Stand up, bro. Stand up, bro. Stand up, bro. You know, stand up. I'm saying I got, I got Vuelta. Vuelta, vuelta, ooh! I got the second, the the, the, the away jersey for okay. Shout okay. Out to, shout out to Charlie, but okay. not really. Charlie, <laughs> all right. Nah, but I mean, I'm feeling all right. Uh, as you, as we're recording this, it's a Monday, so yesterday, I took two L's yesterday. I ain't gonna talk about it. One of them was clearly Mexico, bro, and we're not gonna get into that because that's a whole other video, but. It is what it is. We move on from it. Take it to take it. Take it to the chin. We move on, and that is a great transition into our first transfer. The first transfer that Barcelona officially came across this transfer window. One of the greatest signings so far that we've that we've had in a long time. Sergio Cunagüero, Man City's historic striker, one of the greatest strikers of all time, arguably the greatest foreign player to ever play in the Premier League, came to Barcelona for free. Now, I know he's getting up there with age. He's 32, 33 right now. He didn't have the best season with City. He had a lot of injuries. Yeah. But the fact that he's free just means that anything that he contributes from here on out is a positive. I think so, too. I think the only negative that I would take from this whole transfer is us getting rid of Suarez. Because... Um, I personally thought we were gonna step away from the old and start dipping into the new, but I mean, it looks like Coleman maybe has a little things up his sleeve, so we're gonna have to see what's up. Um, I touched about this on my last video that I made the day that Kuhn was announced, and I think there there are a lot of similarities, but there's also a lot of differences. Oh, so yeah. I'm, I'm just gonna quickly recap. So Suarez was an undisputed starter on the team. Uh, a player like Suarez that busts his ass at practice and every game, it's hard to bench him. It is. Especially with a club legend. So last summer, Suarez came to the board. He's like, hey, I'm looking for an extension. You know, I've done this and this and this. I'm looking for an extension. But he was very expensive and the club was, was broke and is still broke. So I understand wanting to rejuvenize the team. I think that the way that they carried out the Suarez deal was terrible. Mm -hmm. But bro, Suarez had to leave. You don't, you don't think he would have taken a pay cut? 
I don't think it's fair for him to take a pay cut. I know. Uh, you know? Coming off of the season that he did, I feel like a pay cut would be okay, but he didn't want a pay cut. Either. Right, right. I would have been okay with Suarez coming off the bench because I think that that's what was best for the team. Again, the way that they handled the Suarez situation was not good. Um, but now we we saw that we needed a striker, bro. We said that from the beginning. We needed a striker, oh, so yeah. we got him. I think Kun is coming in as a sub. Um, like a super sub type of thing. I don't think he's gonna start. I don't think he, he expects to start. He took a, a he took a pay cut to come to Barca. So I mean, it, it reminds me of like the Larson situation a few years ago in uh, Laporta's first reign. Uh, Larson, oh, Henrik. Henrik Larson yeah. had come from Celtic where he had torn it up. He was one of the best strikers. He was coming up in up there in age. So he came to Barca and was just a super sub, which just goals when we needed him, the he playmaker that we needed he him. So him. that's what Kuhn brings, not only goals, but playmaking as well. So yeah. if you give Kuhn, you know, five chances in the game, he'll, he'll put one away. Oh, no, yeah. I, I, mean? so, I, th I think you saw that at the at the last bit of his season right there, scoring yeah. like two goals. I mean, he was scoring. He was scoring. And that's what we lacked. Yeah. We didn't have a nine. Yeah. So I think in those complicated games where we need a goal, we have Kunawero coming off the bench. And the other team is already subconsciously thinking, when is that? When is he going to Exactly, go exactly. So I think it's a plus, man. I mean, yeah. I mean, uh, unless he just doesn't play a single second for Barca or just completely terrible. Case. Exactly. So I think it'll just be a benefit. So yeah. adding one of the greatest strikers of all time for free is definitely a good plus. Mm -hmm. um, like we mentioned, he was a nine that we didn't have, a playmaking nine as well. His playmaking is really under uh, underrated. Coming off the bench for free and took a pay cut, dude. I don't, yeah. I don't see why not. I, th I think something that he really adds to our game is um, a sense of control. And what I mean by that is we were having a lot of difficulty in the final third. Right. And it's that final pass. Mm -hmm. But with him in in that pocket or when we need him to be there as a super sub as you're inten intending him to be, and I completely agree, mm -hmm. we have more control of like... If this doesn't come out to be like, because we pass it a lot in, in front of their 18. Right. But sometimes we need that shot. And we I know Goon will fire something just super dangerous out of nowhere and just end the play. Or maybe even get a nice little solid like rebound from the keeper. Yeah. But it's just that venom that we that we lack, like, yeah. like Martin was saying. And I feel like the contribution for me is just... The, that spark that he brings to to just involve, yeah, know, to just score, yeah. And there were a lot of times when you know if Griezmann was playing up top or Messi plays up top, they make runs to 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 incorporate themselves in the game. We get the ball out wide, but there's no one in the middle to finish. And then we just go back around. And so that's where Kuhn would be in the box, exactly. and he's a fucking predator. There we so go. I think that's a great move. A lot of options. Um, okay, number two, the second one that they announced. This one they have been contemplating <clears> since last summer, but we were broke boys. Hashtag broke boys last summer, so we were able to get him so we got him on a free another free transfer also from city we got center back eddie garcia um to be truthful i haven't seen a lot of his games because he hasn't been a starter at city i think he's ever since the barca rumor they hadn't really played him right so he's third fourth string center back i mean he's young there's a lot of comparisons with piquet um i but i think the fact that like they are coming Former Masia players went to Man Manchester and coming back. I think that's as far as the comparisons really go. Really, yeah. Because um, he never. I mean, he played a little bit, but the thing, the thing now that we're looking back at it is we're not exactly like in need of center backs. I, I guess we are. I guess we are because we, Piqué has limited time. Lenglet. Has, I think. I, th I think it's. I think it was okay because we were so disappointed with Umtiti and how he's been playing. So I think. 
trying to maybe get him off our payroll is like probably ideal because I mean Eddie isn't really claimed as like a as a star center right just yet so right. I mean I think the wages there are good however with Ndidi and hopefully him leaving soon sad to say but I mean it's it was needed I think because we've had a really bad center back pickings like Vermaelen and just a lot of other names I won't get into Matu yeah <laughs> but I think he he adds a, a, yet another young core group of players oh, yeah. so if he's able to fit in with the club he's gonna be the same age as Araujo Minguesa mm-hmm. Pedri and going know, that and, whole generation and going off of that I feel like they can now establish almost a culture yeah and with that culture of, of the youth and what they can bring to the next generation, you know, before them, it's going to be nice. And I, I'd be really, it'd be really nice to see how Araujo has been adapting with, I'm sure, Piqué in his year. Mm-hmm. I'm sure, like, Lenglet even in his year now, I mean, like, he's done a lot so far in a sh- quite a short amount of time. Right. It just adds that extra level of professionalism. It adds mm-hmm. that extra level of of okay like we're all gonna work together as a unit now right. and that's and that's goes part in the culture too because i think we lost that a little bit like as the we years did. went when we did went by. but you know now we add another masia product so you know we're adding to that second golden generational talent so uh, again he's free so free free and he knows how we play yeah so he's got barca dna he came for free i'll take it uh number three Another former player that we rescued, uh, Emerson. So we talked about this before. Um, Emerson can play both wings. Is that my understanding? He can I've play seen, left and right. I've seen him play both. However, I want to know where you see him. I was asking myself. I was literally asking myself this question that because is a great we, question. we had. I'm telling you, we have so many off-camera debates. It's, it's <laughs> fucking crazy. But that's why we started this podcast. Going going back to it, it's like. We had this long discussion on like, we've seen him play on the left and we've also seen him play on the right. right. However, that kind of just ended there. We never really said, okay, so is he looking to replace Jordi or is he being another, out like a backup for death? So my understanding of it is, it, it depends what we do with Filippo because I think Filippo's on his way out, Junior Filippo's on his way out. Um, I think Des this season solidified as a starter. Mm-hmm. Um, if we bring in another center mid, which we're going to get into in a bit, and we have a player that can play backup right back, I mean, Sergio Roberto's out of here. So I think that that might have been the reason why the club brought him in. So he could be potentially a backup left back, but also compete for a starting right back position with mm-hmm. Des. We're doing... We're doing... The thing with Laporta that I'm now starting to realize is like the way he kind of gets rid of the old is he brings in a lot of a lot of new and just lets the old sit. Like Umtiti. Umtiti he brought in Linglet straight up and yeah. then Umtiti never really saw the field then. Yeah. So I think it's more like more or less giving like the cold shoulder but I mean Umtiti plays played a little bit but just because I think we wanted to add that extra appeal that oh he still plays like we're going to sell. Him. Yeah. I, I think the incorporate because Emerson killed it last season. He oh, did he really did. well with Betis. Oh, he so it. I think it's a positive contribution, um, regardless whether he plays right or left. If he plays left, dude, I see. I think his minutes are really limited, and I don't want Junior Feedable Part Two to happen. So if he's competing with Dest for that starting position, healthy competition is always welcome. Oh, um, and Dest actually can play right or left. He oh, plays yeah. left with the national team, 
plays right with Barca. He can play with both. I think he's better off in his right just yeah. because he's right-footed. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's cool to have two two uh, two outside backs that can also play two positions. So versatility is something that's definitely needed as like games go by and injuries exactly and stuff like that, exactly. So. so we're gonna have to see just where they play him. But other than that, man, I thought it, I, I think it's a great addition. Um, I think so. I think for me, he. He adds a lot of a lot of speed in getting forward. Right. Kind of what Jordi contributes, but I feel like for me, in my eyes, I see him as a left back solely because Jordi's getting old, and I feel like Jordi now is just a one-trick pony. Right. And Emerson adds in, bro. You know how these Brazilians are. <laughs> I'm, just keep it, I'm just gonna keep it a buck, dude. I'm gonna keep it a buck. We already know how. We already know how explosive, how Just versatile. Fun to watch. Fun to watch, yeah, exactly. And so. having them outside in the wing is a pleasure to me. Yeah. So I'm just ready to see how, you know, he kind of shakes up the lineup a little bit. Bro, There's going to be some eyebrows being raised for sure. We've gone from Semedo and Sergio Roberto at right back to Dest and Emerson at right back. That's pretty fucking good. Emerson, <laughs> em- Emerson has always been on my watch list for that very much. That This very reason, he almost reminds me of like, the cheaper version of Daniel. Yeah. So he's coming in, man. You know, he's got the whole world ahead of him. So I think it's a good transfer. Uh, adding to a position where we are very inexperienced. In one side, we're completely experienced with Jordi and like a complete veteran. And on the other side, we're very still inexperienced. Yeah, but like, it's a good mix. It's that right. It, that right back has been very weird these past couple of seasons wow. because, you know, we went from Sergi to then Des or to, to Semedo to then like Des which is such a big margin. I mean, we've been we've been we've been fucked with on that right side too long too much. and we just need to solidify something. So, I'm glad that he came in. He's going to add competition to the roster. Um, fourth one. So, this one is close to signing. Um, media reports are saying he's going to come. It's just a matter of time until they announce it. Now that Coleman has announced that he's going to stay. I think it's just a matter of hours until they announce it. Used but to, used to be a really not, like favorite player of mine too. Memphis Depay. Depay or Depay? Depay. 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 Tomato. Tomato. Potato. Potato. Memphis Depay coming to Barca. This one's a little bit tricky um, because we're at the moment we're stacked with these with with players in this position. Yeah. Um, he could play out on the wing as a left striker uh he uh, left winger he could play striker he could play the 10. um i've never really seen him play the eight no no he 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 plays in the front line uh either like in the front line or as like the second striker um i like him he's a really good player to watch um olfato de gol too has that like x factor to him yeah um, which which i personally like um, under Coleman with the Netherlands, he really exploded. He really took that extra jump in his career. Uh, another player that's coming for free. That's a big one too because that, it, yeah, another player that's coming for free um, has that connection, that Dutch connection with Coleman. But now uh, again, the tricky part is like, who do you bench? It's tricky. It's tricky because I can kind of see how, where Coleman's going with it, trying to line him up with De Jong because him and De Jong for the national team sometimes are super. Nice. Right, but then are we gonna become Netherlands part and two? And that's what I'm saying. Are we gonna become like a Wolves part two, where we're just bringing in like people from Netherlands? Like, like that's the thing. Like, I get that you know, like Cruyff started, Cruyff started like the 
the um, what is it? What are we? What are we? Total football. Like, yeah, like he started the he started the whole thing for Barca, like Barca's blueprint almost. Yeah. So I I get <laughs> I get I get the fact that you want to bring in all these players that do mirror like maybe the same like the same values and stuff like that. However, just feel. I just feel like that's not way to, that's not the way to go i think they're all very similar like messi griezmann and and, and depay have like very similar games so i don't know if you were able to put all three of them in i don't know if like does does this mean you know with goon and depay coming in does that mean that either uh griezmann or dembele are going to be sold uh because we just like we, we we can't can't put everybody there we just can't so it's gonna have to be a matter of i think it's gonna make a lot more sense once we start seeing like players being sold because we haven't sold anybody so once players start getting sold we're gonna see kind of more of the vision uh, but i think the fact that you can play it on the wing and as a secondary striker that really helps i just don't want to see the lost antoine griezmann that we had before yeah because i feel like just like he was trying to get used to messi and maybe Depay wants to play a little bit more aggressive, you know, it's his first season or, or what have you. I just don't want to see, I just don't want to see the shadow of Griezmann because I feel like this season he he really cemented himself in, in that 10 right, position. Right, right. So. so we're going to have to see what happens. But uh, I mean, uh, apart from that, bro, it's a free transfer, oh, yeah. a world-class player. More quality to the playing bench. Playing for one of the best teams in France, playing for one of the best national teams in the world. Um, it's, a, it's a great signing, bro. I'll, I'll take him any day. Uh, lastly, though, one signing that I don't want. I do not want. Coleman, I know you're listening to Barca Boys. I don't want him. <laughs> I'm I not having it. I am not having You see this finger? <laughs> I don't want him. Wijnaldum. 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 <laughs> listen, you little fucker. Listen. I know you're watching, too. <laughs> I know you're watching, too. I don't. I, why, why do we need him? I, again, like Why I do need him? I, again, like I just feel like this is whole Pianic Pianic 2.0 type of thing where it's like we're building, we're trying to bring in these quality players. Yes, for these <laughs> nice clubs. Not even quality like that, but, bro. But, when when look at the man some slack, bro. He 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 plays hard. He plays hard. He he's a hard worker, but. I don't see him in a Barca jersey, and I just don't feel like he fits our system. I get that he's played for Coleman before, but Barca's a whole new beast, bro. I just don't see why we would want to bring in Wijnaldum when we already have Pjanic rotting in the bench. They're the same type of player he's gonna do the same that thing. would create the same role, essentially. They're bringing in for the same role. Mm. So why are we going to bring him in? If, if Coleman's looking for a player to match those attributes, go look at Pjanic, bro. Because if you, if we really needed a player like that, which I don't think we necessarily need, but if we do need a player like that, you already have Pjanic that we already spent 60 mil and gave away out of here for. So we might as well, like, if you're really looking for a player, might as well use what we have. Wijnaldum would also be free, but in this case, I know we talked about with Kuhn how anything that he does at this point because he was free is just gonna be a positive. But I, I don't I don't see that with Wijnaldum. I think even though he's free, he's still... Because think about it. He would be taking minutes away from, from Masia midfielders that are looking to push. That's less minutes for Ricky Puch. That's that. less minutes for uh, Elikes. That's less minutes for different midfielders that are looking to break into the line. We still have uh, Alenya might come back. He's oh, yeah. been on alone. You know what I mean? So there's midfielders that could use that time. And maybe they're not the same characteristics. I think Elikes might be more similar to uh, Wijnaldum in that, but I, I don't know, dude. We don't need him. 
Yeah. We don't need him. Um, he's I, been close to signing with PSG. It was announced I was, today. I was just going to say, um, I mean, you can... He got the offer from Barcelona. Obviously, the Coleman effect um, has really been calling his name. Um, the Young as well with Depay, but... I think, I, I think, and what from what I've heard, PSG's offering this man double the amount Take that him. Barca's at, like, his salary. Take him. So... In all honesty, like this actually works good for us being broke right now because we can't really even counter offer anything double from what take we're him, bro. Take him. So I feel like if he's already just looking to just use his name to get a, a really big paycheck, PSG's your, PSG's your, your spot. They love giving money away. Take him. I, I honestly I don't see why PSG would need him either. Dude, they already have Paredes and Verratti. Rafinha, who's riding the bench. Like, Dude, think about like his Draxler, his, who's his, riding the bench. His, his player characteristics are very similar to Verratti and Paredes, who you already have. So, I mean, dude, it again for me in a in a three person midfielder, you have a holding mid, great on the ball, just play a uh, positioning, right? You have mm -hmm. a box to box, the mm -hmm. number eight Verratti. Mm -hmm. I think you have a creative midfielder, mm -hmm. right? The number 10. In their case, they put Di Maria, Draxler mm -hmm. up there sometimes. Mm -hmm. Wijnaldum is, could play the five as a holding or the eight to box to box, but they mm -hmm. already have those players, mm -hmm. players that are better than him. Mm -hmm. So it, like, it doesn't make sense for them. It doesn't make sense for us, but, but dude, the, if you want him, by all means. But it, it is how it is, bro. Like, I think every big club does this. Like, if a club's trying to sneak away, like, a player that is, like, about... Like, kind of how we did with um, Mal uh, Malcolm. Malcolm. Like, <laughs> for a season. That's what I'm saying, bro. Like, it's, it's little things like this where it's like, okay, like, thank God, like, you took that away from us. Thank like... Who? Anyways. <laughs> anyway. I got, I, got a, I got a surprise question. Hit me. Is this yes. the season... Busquets hits the bench. Depends who we bring in. So De Jong's not enough? No. Not yet? Or no? No, no because De Jong's at 8-8. Eight eight. He's a box-to-box. -box. I don't see him as a holding, bro, because if you only have him as a holding, you're missing out because he gets forward a lot. He gets forward a lot. He contributes a lot more. So he has to be the 8-8. Eight eight. If you keep him at holding, you're kind of like restricting his game plan. So if we get another midfielder that is more holding and that has a similar, then, then it, it, it might have to be. It might have to be. But in the meantime, we don't have any. We don't. We didn't have a better holding mid than Musquez last season. And in this new position where he's not alone in the middle, he has the young right next to him, that he's been flourishing. It's a better system for him. So I don't think it's the permanent solution. But I think in the, in the meantime, even if we do bring Wijnaldum, I, I still think Busquets would start. No, without a doubt. And the, the reason why I asked the question is because Busquets is one of the guys that actually holds the glue to this team. Right. And it's crazy to see because, you know, it's it's a player like Benzema for, for, Real, <laughs> for, Real, for Real Madrid. So many players have fucking came in. Right. So many players. Loads of players. Right. You got Higuain, you got, you know, you got, you, you can name him. But Benzema, a good Monday. But, but Benzema stays. Yeah. And yeah. it's the same thing with Busquets. I feel like we've tried to bring in, we've tried to bring in players and, and Busquets just seems to hold on to the key. Yeah. So I'm honestly curious as to when we tackle that solution because I haven't seen anything come. The right. young, I think for me was the closest thing because the way that Ajax was playing him at the, at the time, they played him pretty much like like, was a, a, holding like a holding mid. It was a holding mid. And 
and honestly, like now with with Barca, I do see him more as an eight. Mm-hmm. And he runs everywhere. And bro. he and he does, and he's our Conte yeah. at the end of the day. Yeah. And man puts in a lot of work. Dion, are you listening? <laughs> um, but I'm just curious when we're gonna attack that. I, I think I think you got to bring in a replacement before you start thinking about putting him on the bench. So he likes isn't the replacement either. Not yet. Not yet. Because he's he's more of an eight. Same thing, bro. He's more of an eight. Like as a holding mid, you have to be composed on the ball. And he likes isn't as composed as Busquets. Next time you see he likes, think of Pogba. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Pogba. That, that's 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 what I see him in. That's 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 a hundred percent what he is. So uh, unless you bring in a, a, but you can't even just bring a holding mid. You have to bring the holding mid. You have to bring the holding mid because it's Sergio fucking Busquets, dude. You know you're not resp- you're not replacing a scrub. You're replacing, for me, the greatest holding midfielder that's ever played the game. Oh, dude. So you that have makes to it look so easy. You have to bring in someone that meets that same level. So in the meantime, I think Busquets stays. And I, in the meantime, even if he does come, Wijnaldum is not fucking Busquets. So moral of the story: Busquets is a starter. Fuck Wijnaldum. <laughs> PSG. Please go ahead and take them. And we're just waiting for more transfers. We're wait- I think before we make any more transfers, we got to sell. So Laporta has said that he's going to be selling. It's just a matter of when. And something that I like about Laporta is he holds his cards till the very, till, not, not the very end, but just watch, just wait on it. Mm-hmm. Dude. He's gonna He's gonna pull some shit out where it's like, you're gone, cause Holland. Man, man is a businessman and he is ruthless. Holland, no, I wish, I wish, too, I bro. wish. He's not a fucking magician. He's not a magician. Hey, but if you can make it happen, make it happen, Captain. For the next episode, let me give you guys a little preview right now. I have a solution where we could bring in a center back from a top team in Europe. Mm. For little to no money. I know exactly. That's for the next episode. I know exactly. That's for the next episode. But in the meantime, we have three signings complete, one pending, one hopefully he doesn't come. But there's so much more to come. It's, it's, so it's not, I don't think it's gonna happen. I hope so. I don't think. It's I hope it doesn't. I hope it doesn't. Yeah, because he heard Barca boys. He's gonna he, he's, he's gonna see the video. He, he's gonna be like, he, you know what? He's about to hear his ass get ripped up right now. You know, Lex was right. Lex was right, so, you know. Martin does not want me on the pitch. I don't. Nor with the colors. No, ew, no, no. Bro, you need a holding mid, call me up. My knee's almost better, bro. My knee's almost better. Rehab just started today. Rehab. (laughs) But anyway, man, that was another episode of Barca Boys with your boys, man. Another fun episode. We gave you guys a little bit of scoop of what's going on with the transfer market. Uh, Let us know who you would want to see come to the come to the team, and why not give your explanation? If you say Wijnaldum, I will block you. If you say Wijnaldum, we are we are fucking turning off the comments. That's fact. Had it. That's fact. And that's it. I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. Your boy Lex signing out. Follow us on all social media, man. Follow your boy at Dinchel Sports on Twitter at underscore Dinchel Sports on Instagram. Lex, anything you want to plug in? Not yet, but it's in the works. Okay, follow Atlas in the meantime. You already know how it is. I can't believe Cruz Azul won the fucking title, bro. I'm telling you, bro. It's a weird... That's a a weird weird, year, bro. It's a weird year we're living in, bro. It's a weird year, man. But what else is unusual, bro? Every unusual thing is happening nowadays. Anyways, thanks for tuning in, guys. Como siempre, thanks for watching. Como siempre, Pisca Barça. A huevo.